This is Living It Up, a refreshing daily podcast to help you get excited about beginning your day or your entire life all over again, only this time with a loving God at the center. We hope you experience joy from listening and find yourself (laughs) laughing and living it up on the way to beginning again. For more teaching and encouragement from the Neals, visit their Facebook page at Living It Up Beginning Again or their website at livingitup.org. Now, here's Scott and Teresa. Hey, Robert. Yeah, because Robert is our special guest today. Say hello, Robert. Good day. Say hello. (laughs) Hello. Robert is our technical support um, for our ministry. Anything you don't like that you hear that's not right, blame Robert. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, um, Robert uh, is uh, here today with us as our special guest. And uh, Robert is also a life coach. He just went through our year and a half long ministry. Um, yes, he did. And so, and he's also one of our board members. And uh, he just came over here today to uh, do some technical support. And we just said, "You're not leaving until you're our guest." Well, you know, and I'm glad Robert's had recovery before he sat in here on well, that. That's for sure. Well, because he couldn't handle yeah, it. Being with us, he needs recovery. <laughs> I would have sure. walked out. That's the for door. sure. <laughs> We want to hear from you. How are you? I'm doing good. Yeah, and what does that mean? Um, I like what I'm seeing with what the Lord's leading me and everything I'm doing, and it's nice to see that He can be in the little things and in the big things whenever situations arise, mm-hmm. whether good. they're good or bad. Well, He just made us look terrible. He was so serious. He was. What He just said. You're talking Robert, about clouds, and Robert's talking about how the Lord's leading him. I so. know, Robert. Robert, we want to hear you laugh. <laughs> He's sitting over there like, there we go. There we go. has good sound effects with his yes. laugh. Well, Robert, we're, we're, we're glad that you're here. This was not what you expected, right? Not even close. Yeah. <laughs> Well, well, anyway, we we're gonna topic. yeah we're gonna go ahead and get into our topic today, and um, you know change becomes God's responsibility once we humbly ask for His help. And that's the key thing. Yeah, humbly to ask for His ask help. Yeah, to, to transform humility. our life. Not you know? telling Him what to do, but humbly ask. Yeah, we gotta we gotta humbly ask Him. You know, you don't tell the Lord of Lord and King of Kings what to do. That's right. You ask Him with reverence and with the fear of the Lord. Right. And what that means, and you know, if you study what fear means you know it's not being like oh lord i'm afraid of him you know it's respect mm-hmm. it's reverent respect for the lord of lord and the king of kings right. okay so we back this up from psalms 51 10 through 12 mm-hmm. it says created me a pure heart O god mm-hmm. and renew a steadfast spirit within me do not cast me from your presence or take your holy spirit from me restore me to the joy of your salvation, and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. And I love that because that's David talking. Yes. And we've talked about David many times because if you read and know about David, in today's terms, he would have been the the center of all center that we would point our fingers to and say, he's the worst because of all the things that he did in the eyes of the world. But you know what? Look how God worked through him in the Bible, and that's where people scratch their head. And it's all because of this, because he admitted to God his sin and humility. He admitted him, right, Robert? Yes, that's right. He's considered the man after God's own heart because he did humble himself. That's right. And that's what the Bible says, that God knows our hearts. We understand a lot what's happening with certain people when we know how they've been living. Yeah. But God sees their heart. Well, when we learn to, yeah. <laughs> well, when we learn to ask God, you know, humbly to help us in our lives, that's when change becomes, mm-hmm. you know, God's responsibility. That's when, you know, he says, you know, uh, give it to me. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You know, Jesus can handle it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And let's be honest, we can't. Mm-hmm. Okay. We, we are powerless over the situations in our life unless we have a loving Savior that's guiding us every step of the way. And that's what David did. I mean, you know, let's be honest with each other. You know, Nathan, you know, the prophet, you know, he called him out. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, David thought he was all that in a bag of chips. Mm-hmm. You know, sitting on his throne until Nathan told him a story. And at the end, he asked David, what would you do to that guy? And David said, well, I'd have him killed. I mean, I'd, I'd murder him, you know, execute him, I mean, for what he did. And Nathan looked at him and, get, and he went, you're that man. Mm-hmm. Well, David immediately just fell in his face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thinking, oh, my gosh. You know, God has gifted me in all these areas. And what am I doing with it? You know, I, I, I started believing it was, it was because of me that all this great stuff was happening and that in that I wouldn't be caught being a murderer or adulterer. Well, he was called out and that's when he humbly asked God, you know what, Lord, I'm sorry. You know, I know I broke your heart. That's when real change comes. That's when the transformation comes. And for me, I know when I, I went through my own recovery process, what frustrated me was I was changing, but those around me weren't. And and I don't know, you know, I'm, I'm seeing some head shaking here. That is one of the toughest parts. But I continued, as you just mentioned, I had to keep the focus on me and, and remember this is what God's doing. Like you just said, when I give him permission, the changes that go on in me that are anything good, I can't take credit for. Mm, yeah. I asked him and cooperated with him, but it was ultimately God's responsibility to do all those changes in me. What do you think? Amen. Um, I have to remember whenever I'm going through situations that it's, he can only change me until somebody's willing to bow their knee to God and say, take me, that they can have no change. So the only person I can deal with is myself. Yeah, And it's so easy to get wrapped up in, I changed, and, and you mm-hmm. didn't. God is the one that did it. Amen. Well, let's agree here with one thing. Um, I, and I believe our listeners will agree with this as well, if they're being truthful with themselves, is humility is not normal. In the right. flesh. Yeah. All right. That's not a normal reaction. Okay. A lot of people, most people, I'd say 99% of the people in this world, want the uh, the focus on them. Look what I did. Look at me. Mm. Okay. Which is fine. And the Lord says to, if someone compliments you on something, to say thank you. Mm-hmm. That's right. You know, yeah. say thank you, you know. And, uh, but, you know, when you go to prayer, say, Lord, thank you for giving me that ability that talent, that gift to perform what I did, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, pride is a big deal, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And, and in order to, uh, to, to come to God with a heart like David's, you have to humble yourself. Right, and a changed life is the best, as we quote, sermon anyway. It's just a changed life. You don't have to say anything because people that knew us before, you, you, you want them to see God in you so that when they do ask, he gets all the credit. So I had to learn that a long time ago. The best example is for me just to keep my mouth shut and, quote, living it up in front of them is the, is the best answer that I can give them. It is. What do you think? It's, I mean, people have been watching me over the last year and a half, and mm-hmm. it's like we've definitely seen a change. Uh-huh. Half of them can't tell me what it is, but there was uh, a friend of mine who's been through a recovery process, mm-hmm. and she says, this has been the most thorough process I've seen in any of the recovery systems she's seen. Wow. So, wow. And, and she can see an actual change in me. Yeah, because you tried a, a lot of things, but this got worked. 
Amen. Were well, the other gods that we were we were turning to that we didn't really even think of as they were gods to us? They didn't work. But this God works. Well, what's what's you know I'm not going to say easy, but what's great about our ministry is is uh, as far as the biblical twelve steps is God's in control. And so in so many recovery programs, you know, um, there is a lot of different steps and whatever, you know. Um, but, you know, we let God take control of the situation. Yeah. Amen. And that takes the burden off of us because the person who is being mentored is their choice. Mm-hmm. You can yes. let God work in your life or you or you don't have to. Mm-hmm. That's up to you. Mm-hmm. Our, our, our position as, as life coaches is to simply present it to them. Okay, this is what God's done in my life. Mm-hmm. These are the steps that he's brought me through. Mm-hmm. And these are the biblical applications to go with it. Mm-hmm. You can take it or you can leave it. And the common yeah. thread that we all have is we finally got to the end of ourselves. We became sick and tired of being sick and tired of doing the same thing over and over, <laughs> expecting to ch- for it to change when yeah. we're getting the same result, which drives us insane. Mm. And so for all of us, Reaching that point of ourselves mm-hmm. is when we rolled up the white flag of surrender and said, "Okay, God, like the like the word says, not my will, but yours be done here. Um, I'm done. So go on and and take over. And and that's when He'll begin to move. But the thing about God is He knows when we're really sincere. Amen. It can that's be right. words or it can come from our heart, like David's did here. We saw that in you, Robert. Yeah, definitely. At first, you were a little resistant. <laughs> and and yeah. I will say this that um, I've experienced this before that a lot of times with men you can put it out there but y'all kind of come back around to it when it becomes your idea and then you're like I'm in I mean it's like what we, we said something to you especially from the female persuasive I said but then you learn I'm not going to say anything God moved in him when it was time and, uh, and we want you to come to it on your own and as, and as your husband <laughs> luckily I never do that as Robert's husband or my husband? As your husband, oh, okay. honey. okay. I just want to make sure. I'm not married to Robert, honey. <laughs> you were looking at Robert when you said it. No, because I need him to back me up on oh, this. Robert. Yeah. Robert's over there pleading the fifth. Is it the fifth that you plead? Yeah, the fifth, yes. <laughs> Always pleading the fifth. Well, no, I know, you know, um, and we're, we're going to end this podcast here in just a, few, oh, just a minute. 11 minutes. It's been almost See 12 minutes. how fast minutes. it goes, Robert? Now when you listen to it, you'll know why it goes by so fast. This is fun. But I didn't really know about humility until I came to the Lord. And after I came to the Lord and, and he really devastated me with his presence, then I became extremely humble with him and I was baptized in the Holy Spirit. But I've learned over these last 12 years, every day is humility. When you bow in front of the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings every every single day. Amen. It is an honor to humble yourself before Jesus because he humbled himself before us all when he hung on that cross. Mm-hmm. Yes, he did. So you have, are you struggling with humility? Are you wanting it to become God's responsibility and not your own? Well, the first step is to give your sincere heart to him. Have you done that? I can't answer that question for you, but you can. Or maybe you thought you did and you walked away from him. Maybe the pressures of this world and maybe some situations, maybe a death in the family, something 
triggered you and you walked away. Well, you know what? Believe it or not, he's been carrying you the whole time. So if you'd like to give your life to Jesus and start giving him the responsibility and for you to begin your being humble, well, today's the day. So we ask you, wherever you are, if you would please pray this prayer with us. And please know that you're saved and that he loves you. Lord Jesus, we thank you, Father, for who you are. Lord, we know that you, you died on the cross, that you were risen on the third day. And because of the cross, you say our sins are forgiven if we humble ourselves before you and ask you to forgive us. Lord Jesus, please forgive me of all my sins. Lord, I want my life to be your responsibility. I give everything to you. I love you, and I thank you for being my Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. Woohoo! Yeah, we thank you, and we'd love to hear from you. You know, if you did pray that prayer of salvation, and please email us at info at livingitup.org. And poor Robert, he's <clears throat> sitting here with two type A personalities. Robert, what was your experience like today? Yeah, how was it, Robert? Yeah, Robert. It was definitely enjoyable watching you two interact, and definitely <laughs> seeing Scott when he's talking about Jesus Christ, and seeing how much it does draw on his heart. Well, this has been great. Until we talk to you again tomorrow, keep living it up, Robert. Well, beginning again. Woo!